Welcome to the Pod Fast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. I'm Steven. And on this show, each week we take a look at one fast food item from one fast food restaurant. We talk about it, we give it a rating, we provide some context on the matter. And so, where do we go this week, Steven? We went back to one of our favorite places, Taco Bell. Awesome, dude. Bong. Now, what time of the day did we go? Because it was a little different. A little different. Usually when we go places, you know, we're going afternoon, the Mm -hmm. evening, maybe Mm -hmm. lunchtime. Today, breakfast. What? Breakfast, which has been pretty rare on this show. This is only the second time we've done breakfast before. Want to remind our listeners the last time we did breakfast? We did the McGriddles. So good. A while ago, which was um, okay. I thought I thought it was very good, but in any yeah. case, but last time when we did breakfast, we we specifically called out the Taco Bell breakfast when we were talking about we future, future episodes because this is one of your favorites. So this week we went to Taco Bell to try their breakfast crunch wrap, specifically the bacon breakfast crunch wrap. Yes. So, Ryan, I'll kind of cede the floor to you here a little bit. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll read the description, the official description first. But then mm-hmm. I, I think you should come in and tell everybody how you feel about this. So, as per Taco Bell, they say, circles are for squares. What? Okay, not all circles, just the ones that you eat for breakfast. Ever since breast- breakfast has existed, it's existed in the form of a circle sandwich. And breakfast has basically existed since someone decided to eat food in the morning, which makes the standard circle breakfast sandwich undeniably outdated. Damn. Wow. Throwing down the gauntlet. This is why we now have the breakfast crunch wrap. Eggs, meat, cheese, and a full hash brown in a very hexagonal handheld breakfast. It's the motorcycle to the penny farthing. Pardon? Ooh, let's get, we get a footnote on that one and mm-hmm. say a penny farthing is a high wheel bicycle. It's like the bicycle where the one wheel is like massive. It's like old, a cartoon. Old time. No, like old timey bicycles. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. Like 1880s bicycle. Yeah. The internet to the carrier pigeon. Oh, had I read that first. Okay, I see. Yeah. Motorcycle to the penny farthing, the internet to the carrier pigeon. So basically what I'm saying is, so this was written in first person POV. (laughs) So basically what I'm saying, not me, the person that wrote this on Taco Bell, to all you devout fans of the circle breakfast sandwich, you're lame and you need to get with it now. Oh my goodness. We'd be worried about upsetting your circle circle sandwich fans out there, but this description will probably never be on daytime am radio so they won't even hear this in the first place anyway (laughs) oh my god wow so we've read we've read a lot of fast food copy on this show before never have i read something so scandalous so scathing that took a turn wow okay so i don't know how you want to follow that up but (laughs) yeah that's a bit much i'm gonna be honest let's calm down here uh because who cares about this shape man i need I, all the shapes taste the same. I, I'm I'm pretty weird about stuff like that, texture and, sh- and size. All shapes taste the same. I think that's the bit that they're doing is is that they're going aggro on oh. like a mundane thing. Like it's not really that big of a deal to eat a breakfast in the shape of the circle, but because they're selling one that's not a circle, they're like, 
hyping it up. Well, here's the thing. So the breakfast crunch wrap is, as the name implies, a breakfast version of the crunch wrap, which I'm going to kind of describe here really quick because we haven't done that uh, on the podcast. Podcast. I think we've mentioned it briefly. But that's crazy. I'm um, surprised we haven't done it yet. We should. We did the breakfast crunch wrap before the normal crunch wrap. That's wild. Uh, it's pretty simple. Like most things on their menu. I'm going to pull one up really quick so I can see it. I think it's one of the most ambitious things they do, though. It's simple in terms I, I meant, of the ingredients. That's yeah. what I was going to say. So I guess it makes more sense to explain the idea. And then it's based on the Crunchwrap Supreme, yeah. uh, which internally is sour cream, tomato, lettuce, and then a tortilla layer, and then meat and cheese below that layer. Uh, and it's all wrapped in a tortilla that it makes it in the shape of a hexagon as that description talked about. And so it's it's a classic Taco Bell menu item. It's one of their specialties, as they call them on the menu. The breakfast crunch wrap takes that, fills it with breakfast stuff. It makes it a little smaller, which I want to call out because I think that's interesting. Uh, but it makes this very, it's, it's a very walkable item. I know they used to have an item called like the walking nacho or whatever. It's very handheld. It's very compact. A very filling breakfast item. I think that if people like breakfast burritos, they'd probably be on board with this because breakfast burritos are the same thing, right? Where it's it's fully closed off. So mm-hmm. you can yeah, you can move around with it. If you're somebody on the go and you're just trying to grab something and, and take it with you, the this this fills a similar um need. Right. So yeah, I really like this. As as a big fan of breakfast sandwiches, uh I like all of the small additions here. I think it kind of adds up to make a really good item. Yeah, so uh, one of the things I wanted to point out was, you know, you, you had your description of of the of the standard Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has replaced the crunchy texture. Because, okay, so that's one of the coolest things about the Crunchwrap Supreme is the textural contrast where on the outside it's a soft that has been crisped up. A, a, it's, it's a, mm-hmm. They threw it on the, on the flat top, right? Yeah. But it's a tortilla, sort of like how you get with the burrito, where you'll throw it on there, heat it up a little bit. But then it has the crispy layer of it has like that layer of a hard shell taco in the middle of it. This has done away with that, but instead you got a full hash brown inside of it. Excellent idea. I love it. I love it. I love a breakfast burrito that throws in either a hash brown or like tater tots, maybe in a in a burrito. Yeah. It's a really good idea. You get that crispy potato in there, the salty. That and is, I think it's... Yeah, go ahead. It solves one of my bigger problems I have with the Crunchwrap, which is if you don't eat it like right away, that uh, toward, you know, the, the, the crunchy layer will get soggy pretty fast. Mm-hmm. The hash brown's not going to happen to the hash brown. No, and, th- and this isn't taken over by things like, you know, sour cream inside or like just straight up nacho cheese sauce. There, There is a yeah. sauce in this, correct? I believe it's the chipotle. It's a creamy jalapeno sauce. The creamy jalapeno sauce, right. Yeah. So th- this isn't completely dry or anything. It has a nice consistency. But yeah, it's nothing that's going to sog up your crispy layer like in the normal right. Crunchwrap Supreme. It's not It's not that soggy. I, I agree with you. I think this is really good. I was really impressed by this. Th- this was the only 
Taco Bell breakfast item that I had ever had before when they first mm-hmm. introduced this, which we've read today was nine years ago. So this was a long time ago. Crazy. Yeah. I, I hadn't had one since then. I really liked it. It had all the stuff that I want in it. Yeah. A breakfast meat. So you, so we got bacon, but you can get sausage and I guess you could, you could replace the, the, um, Bacon with like potatoes, I guess, if you wanted to, right? Yeah, you could swap out yeah. it to be whatever. It would be a little weird because it has a hash brown in it. Yeah. But if you really wanted to, I guess you could get potatoes in here. Yeah, so list on the menu, it's the bacon, it's the sausage, which actually has a sausage patty. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a little interesting. It's not like broken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, California breakfast contract. So what's that which- all about? Yeah, so no meat in that one. It's guacamole and tomatoes. Okay. Which, it, that sounds good if you're like making like a homemade version of this. Yep. I don't think that sounds as good when it's Taco Bell doing it, and it doesn't look very good on the picture. No, if you were translating these into home versions, I bet that one would probably be the best one. Yeah. From Taco Bell. Like Taco Bell's oh, guacamole, that... Taco Bell's vegetables. Yeah, not. That one does also have bacon. Oh, I see. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So it does still have a meat. Yeah, this was really good. I could see the the sausage one also being good. But yeah, so we went bacon today. It had everything I want. A breakfast meat, some eggs with some cheese, a nice hash brown, a good sauce to kind of bring it together. I That, that was one of the things that I was kind of worried with with like fast food places i found some of their breakfast offerings can be dry i don't know if you've noticed this before like a lot of like mcdonald's sandwiches like the the biscuits and stuff Mm -hmm. and the fact that this has a whole hash brown in it i i thought like oh could that be a problem it's not it's not this is really tasty i think my my only like downside i could think of is that this is pretty overly salty yeah, that is true. So I could give or take on that because, you know, you get a salty hash brown plus salty bacon. It's it, it's it's really salty, but it tastes good. It tastes good. It's a good combination of stuff. Yeah, I think my, my favorite part, and this is kind of with the comparison to the, the normal Crunchwrap, uh, is that with the normal Crunchwrap, you get something that ends up being pretty flat. Just because the, the, the consistency of all the ingredients and the way they all mesh together... It ends up getting spread out a lot. A very common complaint, like the Taco Bell subreddit, is that like all of the tomatoes or something, or like all of the one part will get to one side of the crunch wrap. Yeah. And the rest will be pretty plain. Um, I think the breakfast, you know, like I said, it's a little smaller. It's thicker. Uh, which you know, it's added because it has the layer of the hash brown, which is obviously thicker than the you know the crunchy tortilla. Uh, but all of the, like the egg and the bacon, the cheese and the sauce, it all blends together really well. And it holds, which makes it feels pretty substantial as you're eating it. And I really like that. Yeah, I think the difference between the two, the breakfast and the main one, is is that, yeah, they're pretty generous with eggs and bacon on this. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the normal one, they, they kind of skimp on the beef. You don't get a lot. It's a pretty thin layer. Mm-hmm. And in some bites, you don't get any, right? Like, yeah. there, there are bites on the Crunchwrap Supreme. An item that I really like, I think both of us really like it, you know, you're just biting into straight tortilla. You're just biting into yeah. tortilla plus tomato. I like it, but it's not optimized. Yeah. This is dense. 
Lots of filling inside. So, I, I, I have a problem, though. Okay. So, it's been around for nine years. I've, I've gotten this, I would say, pre- decently often. For a bit, there's probably like at least once a month, maybe twice a month. It's petered out since then. Recently, I finally, I ventured away from just the AM Crunchwrap, mm-hmm. and I tried something different from the, their breakfast menu. Uh, which was which was brand new to me. I never tried anything else in the breakfast menu. I would always get one breakfast crunch wrap, and sometimes I would get a Baja Blast if I was feeling how. Depending on how my morning was going, I would do that. A morning Baja Blast, like before doctor's appointments. I remember. I, I do remember doing this. Man, I love to for, get like, ba- my eyes. They're messed lo- up. I love to get Baja Blasted. I don't think I can get Baja Blasted before twelve p.m. <laughs> Anyways, I w- you know, when you're younger, it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is a good time, and I think that this is where you're going. Uh, do, do you want to take us through their breakfast menu? Yes. Well, I'm going to start with the item that I tried recently, and then yeah. we can go into the, into the more, the, the different pat- parts of it. Yeah. So I tried the cheesy toasted breakfast burrito potato, uh, which is just slightly different. I mean, you know, like Taco Bell, we talked about this. Many times with them is a lot of their menu items have the same ingredients, just kind of remixed and moved around yeah. a little bit. Uh, so this is a burrito. It's toasted. It's got potato, egg, tomatoes, and nacho cheese sauce. I really, really liked this. And this is not this episode, but mm-hmm. I just want to say I really liked that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, it made me question my loyalty to the Breakfast Crunch app because I think that there might be more interesting options across the, their breakfast menu. I think that the, the, the breakfast crunch wrap is a really good, just like standard breakfast item in the same way that like personally, like I really, I love the McMuffin, right? I think that's, that's a good basic breakfast item, but like the McRiddles are a little more unique, a little more interesting. I think that there are some interesting options elsewhere on the breakfast menu. So a lot of it is burritos, <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I, I do really quick want to say here that, like, I, I am kind of breaking down, like, so you are trading off, you're you're going from a hash brown to tater tots with that, right? Yeah. Then well, also, they're, they're, a, they're a little less cr- crispy than tater tots, to be honest. R- right. So they are more like potatoes, yeah. so even less crispy than tater tots. Additionally, you are axing the bacon. True. So but you but, can get this with bacon. But then you would have but to no, also but no potato. Also add extra what, potato. Uh, well, I'll I, say I, with that, the, the nacho cheese is what's really pushing it. I think that's real, uh, that's an interesting flavor. On, the, on with with egg especially. Well, and that's replacing the chipotle sauce, right? Right. Yeah, it, it's trade offs to me. Like in your comparison, I feel like something like these standard burritos, which I do want to point out as a big pro. This stuff is all pretty reasonably priced. I would say. Yeah, I feel like they're not hitting this menu as hard with the inflation. Yeah, the cheesy breakfast burritos of which you could get with potato, bacon, or sausage, these are a dollar sixty nine. That's pretty good. And in comparison, the crunch wrap that we're reviewing today is three seventy nine. So kind of twice as much. For a menu that's been getting hit so hard, the cheese gordita to crunch just saw another price raise. Ours is currently four seventy nine. I saw someone post theirs, it was like six seventy something. The hell's going on, dude? I think that these cheesy toasted breakfast burritos, these are really good deals on this menu. That's kind of a steal. 
but back to my point was I, I feel like these breakfast burritos are more like the equivalent of something like the McMuffin or mm. the biscuits or what, some of the normal sandwiches. I feel like the crunch wrap is kind of the McGriddles equivalent because it's a unique form factor. It has lots of components in it that gives you flavors that you wouldn't expect. So like what the McGriddles does is it brings you the pancake with injected syrup flavor to the yeah. breakfast sandwich. This brings you a crispy, you know, a, a crisp up outer, you know, taco uh, tortilla rather with the hash brown, with all the toppings you would typically find in a breakfast burrito, all stuffed into one. I do get what you mean for your personal, you know, taste. I think I've just, I think I've eaten it so many times that I've let my guard down to what else is on the menu. I see what you're saying. So the other stuff, you know, maybe I'm taking for granted. I, the, 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 the jalapeno sauce is pretty unique. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Just to give a quick overview of the menu. Yes. Sorry. So you got a lot of burritos. You've got these cheesy toasted uh, burritos with, Bacon, sausage, potato is your options. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got grande toasted burritos, which are just bigger versions of those. Uh, and then they, they all have potato in them. So they all have potato, and yeah, and then you can get steak as a third option on those. Uh, which is a little interesting that that's not a normal option. Still competitively priced here. Those ones, the the bacon and sausage are three eighty nine. The steak is four forty nine. Mm. I guess they just view steak as their premium uh, meat. Seems like it. Uh, you've got quesadillas, sausage, bacon, and steak. So I tried this one. So so yes. we went the other day. We we got the the bacon crunch wraps. You you got a burrito. You went potato, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's your that's your new pick. Yeah, low key. I saw quesadillas on the menu and I was surprised because I did not remember those being on the menu when I tried this years ago. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was unique because you don't hear about a breakfast quesadilla. That's not that's not standard. No, not really. That's not standard. You, you hear about breakfast burritos, but not quesadillas. So I thought that was interesting. So I got the, the steak quesadilla. Uh, you tried some of it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, I think, you know, maybe, maybe I would have, I think I might have preferred the sausage one uh, because I feel like their steak, it's their normal steak. Yeah. It, it kind of needs something to make up for it because it's not the most flavorful. And what it, what its flavor is, is kind of like mimicking steak. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good. We've, we've talked about Taco Bell steak in the past. Yeah. Not the best on, on the menu, I, I would I, say. I'm kind of a, a bigger fan than I think most are, but it's usually when you're combining it with other stuff, other sauces, other weird shells or whatever. Yeah, I, I think in this instance, I mostly just liked it as a, I thought that this was a good use of the form factor. Getting egg yeah. and cheese inside of a quesadilla as a breakfast thing. I thought that was a good idea, but you're right. Probably would not go with steak in the future. Yeah. Uh, and then just to add on to this menu overview, you can pair any of these as a combo with either hash brown or two pack of the Cinnabon Delights uh, and, and a drink of your choosing. You can get an individual hash brown, uh, you can get Cinnabon Delights in a two or 12 pack. Uh, they've got some coffees. They've got a breakfast salsa that I've heard good things about, but I've never tried. 
Cinnabon Delights Coffee. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. That doesn't... Well, maybe. <laughs> so they have regular hot coffee, iced coffee, but then in addition to that, they will also do a Cinnabon Delights hot coffee and iced coffee. Interesting. You don't you don't mess with that? You know, I, I've had Cinnabon Delights, and, I, and I've enjoyed them. They're a, they're a lot. I never get those. I mean, I've had them before. Yeah, they're they're a lot, and, and I don't I don't I've I, I've complained about this before, maybe on the show. I don't mm. think so. Yeah, I don't love the two pack or twelve pack because there are two options. <laughs> That's weird. That's dumb in the fast food game. Two versus twelve. Because like two that two is actually a good amount if you're a single person, and you may not assume that because like they look small. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. It's cream cheese filling frosting in there. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I want the option to be to be to have leftovers. But twelve is you have ten leftovers. Yeah, doing two or twelve is weird when like four versus eight is sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, twelve is crazy. How many of those do you think you could eat in one sitting? Can I? Can I? T- I'm just gonna be honest. I was a little ashamed. I didn't want to tell this story. But one day when I was at college two years ago, I got a DoorDash Taco Bell. And this always happened when I got Taco Bell and DoorDash sit there. They'd fuck up the order. I'd get somebody else's. Yeah. Just about every single time, which is, I kind of liked it. I probably should have done it more. It was kind of like a rule. Because I would get free food every time. Uh, and I got somebody's order. And, you know, it was weird. They had a Coke, which I never thought I would see before. A Coke in the clear Taco Bell cup. Mm-hmm. And not a not a, a beautiful neon drink. <laughs> uh, but they did get 12 Cinnabon Delights, which I never had before. And I was like, what is this? Like, I knew what it was, but, like, I was kind of excited. Yeah. And I did eat them all. How'd you feel? I had, I had all of them. I felt okay. I mean, you know, I wasn't eating as much. <laughs> that was kind of, that was like a cheat meal. I ate, I ate like, all of that. Yeah. Uh, and so I felt actually pretty okay about that. Wow. So do you think you could do it today? <laughs> no. No? No. But, like, with prep, if I gave myself, like, a week. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could. But, like, I wouldn't want to. They get kind of nauseous. I think that was enough for, like, a whole lifetime. So Ryan with prep could eat 12. This is sort of how, like, when people do comparisons between who's the greatest superhero, uh, the, yeah. the Trump card, the ultimate Trump card, is saying Batman with prep. Mm-hmm. Batman with prep, that's stronger than Superman. Ryan with prep, he could beat Joey Chestnut in a hot dog eating contest. I was contest. just about to say that. <laughs> Joey Chestnut's going down, dude. Kobayashi? Yeah, him too. Matt Stoney? I know all the professional leaders. And you can also get a Bell Breakfast box, which is an okay deal. It's not it's pretty good. You get a Crud Trap, a Hash Brown, a Cinnabon Delight 2-pack, and a medium drink. It's five forty nine. That's a good There's deal. Been worse. There's been worse boxes than that. That's a good deal, and when we were ordering this, we were deciding what we wanted to get, and I looked at that and was like, that's a good deal. That being said, I don't think I would ever get that, because it's just a bunch of stuff I, like, it's just added fluff. Yeah, that's that's why, that's that's how you know it's not the, one of the good boxes, because usually the good boxes is like three things you really, really, really want. Right. If, if the box was like, pick one burrito, and then pick one quesadilla or crunch wrap and a drink, I'd be like... Hell yeah, dude. That, let's go. That's a great box. Let's let's get cooking. Yeah, all right. I 
I say we get down to it. I feel like we've done a good overview of the menu. We're here today to review the breakfast crunch wrap yeah. with bacon. Let's get down to it, right? What rating are you going to give the breakfast crunch wrap with bacon? Um, I you know sometimes when we do these where I've had the thing so many times, mm-hmm. and then we get it to we get it we sit down we eat it to record the podcast. Yeah. I think I start overthinking it, and I and I, I try to get away from my memories, which I think is still important when we review these things. You kind of divorce it, and you're thinking, "I'm going to review the thing I ate the other day," right? Yeah. But 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 that's that that's impossible. It's relevant, but it's impossible, and I should stop trying to do it. Yeah. I'm going to give this five breakfast salsa packets out of five. <laughs> Okay, you didn't like that one, but that's no, fine. I, no, I didn't dislike uh, it. I was just, <laughs> it just feels like a stretch, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I love this thing. It's a, it's one of my it's one of my favorite breakfast fast food items. It's one of my favorite breakfast items in general. I just I just have a lot of good memories of this. It's always it's always there. It's always really good. It, it, and I I think here's the thing that I don't know if it's true of many other Taco Bell items. I don't think I've ever had one of these that I would say they messed up. Ooh, that's interesting. One time I got a sausage one by accident. Okay. That I would I might call that messing up. A mix up, perhaps not a mess up. But yeah, I've never had one of these where it's like, oh, well, this wasn't good, or like they they like something is wrong, or like it's not cooked right, or it's you know it's put together wrong. No. Especially with the call out that you made earlier about the Crunchwrap Supreme, where you'll get an imbalance of toppings, that's not a problem here mm. at all. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think? It was a really nice combination atop the hash brown, right? It all kind of mm. came together really well. It's this scrambled egg, but you could kind of tell that they then tossed some of the bacon in it and then mix it all up. Yeah. Uh, with that sauce, and the sauce was really good. I love the crunch wrap form factor. That is one of my go-tos on the main menu. I love the addition of a hash brown into this thing. We are in lockstep this week. I am going with the full five breakfast salsa packets out of five. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Taco Bell's breakfast. As with everything on the Taco Bell menu, people just need to make the adjustment. Yes. You're eating silly food. It's okay. It's okay, people. It's okay. Is are, are these things going to match up with either the homemade version or the like nice restaurant like a a brunch menu or something like that? Like no. Like no, no. come on. It's not It's not what we're trying to do here. Here we're trying to spend $1.69 to get a cheesy toasted breakfast burrito potato burrito. I said burrito twice. And shove it down our gullet and be happy. It's not for you, it's for us. <laughs> yeah, I I have no qualms about giving this the full five. It's really good. It has a nice textural contrast. The crunchy, the toasted outside, the egg combo with its creaminess, with the sauce and the cheese. Get the little pieces of bacon. This is very nice. A little on the salty side maybe, but hey. It's fast food. What isn't salty? Yeah. So this was a good time. Yeah, I'm always having fun when we're at the well. What's going on, dude? You got anything going on? 
It's October now. Like in life? Whichever. Yeah, October's an alright month. I've always liked October. Have you really? Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I like fall. October's where mm. fall really starts to get going. Mm, I'm feeling it now. I looked at the I looked at the calendar. I'm feeling it. I'm sh- I'm almost positive we've done this before in the past, and it'll we'll probably get different answers this time. Just go throw it out there again. Ranking of seasons. I've told you. I always tell you. I don't know anymore with me. I don't know. 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 Summer's last. Fall, winter. Oh, fall, winter, spring, summer. Summer's last. Summer sucks. I'm almost fall, spring, winter, summer. That's fair. And I, I can understand that. Yeah. I think a cool answer is just going all the way up on spring first. Spring might be first. Spring is, is nice. It is nice. Yeah. Because spring you get out of winter. Yeah. And, and I know that for many people. And there's good feels. I know that for many people, the dislike of winter is real. So I get that. Yeah. I like winter. I like it cold. But, but fall fall, falls, falls, my favorite. Fall's a good time. Yeah. And we've already kicked off fall, really, when we reviewed the pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. That was our introduction to fall. Mm-hmm. So now we're living in it. What are you looking forward to right now? <laughs> in life? For the podcast and the world of fast food. I got you. Just like whatever. I don't know. Just whatever's on my mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, at least in regards to this podcast, earlier we were cooking up some ideas. Those sounded like they could be fun. Yeah. We did talk about this week, one of our favorites. We were, we were maybe, I'll, I'll not go all the way and just say what we were thinking about, but those teas. Might be uh might be heading back to Dave Thomas's old haunt. We might be. Might be headed back. That sounds fun. Uh, you know we we do, we do we do a lot of sports talk on this show. We do. October big sports month. That's true. Playoff baseball starts tomorrow. I'm I'm actually can I say I'm kind of excited to watch that. I'm not I'm not like invested in baseball right now at all actually. Um, but I read an article just talking about the pitch clock and this being a bigger test for it. The biggest since opening day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of want to see that as a big fan of October baseball. I'm looking forward to it. That should be fun. Maybe you could uh, pick, pick a little pet team to cheer for. Yeah, who's in it? I actually I have no idea. <laughs> okay, let's, let's pull that up. So 12 teams, expanded format, they expanded the playoffs Correct. a few years ago. Oh, I'm all in on the Jays. Are you kidding me? My team is in the playoffs, I had no idea. Yeah, so so first matchup here, you got Blue Jays versus the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, I'm all in. You've got the Texas Rangers versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. And then the winner of those two matchups would play either the Houston Astros or the Baltimore Orioles. Okay. Other side, Arizona Diamondbacks, Milwaukee Brewers, Miami Marlins, Philadelphia Phillies, the LA Dodgers, and the Atlanta Braves. Lots to choose from. So now you follow baseball. Are there any heels here? Is, it, who, is there somebody who we want to win? The, he, the heels here are, you got one in each league. You got the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Those are your heels. Okay. That, yeah, that still will always be true. The, well, yeah. So they have both won 
championships very recently. The Astros have won two World Series very recently. The Dodgers have won one. Yeah, those are those are your big dogs. Those are that those are the teams that deep down everybody knows they gotta beat. They gotta beat those those top those yeah. top teams to win. Uh yeah, who are we cheering for? So the Brewers. That they're they they're one of my, you know, yeah. uh, you know, secondary teams. I, I, I like the, the Seattle, Brew Crew. Yeah, the Brew Crew. I like the Seattle Mariners and the Milwaukee Brewers. Seattle barely missed the playoffs. They got eliminated on the second Just to last day of the ask. season. Yeah. Oh, they, man. Yeah. They only missed the playoffs. That, that would have been my team. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. They only lost by a game. Or missed the playoffs by one game. So that was a bummer. Uh, the Brewers. Yeah, Tampa Bay has never won the World Series. Okay. So so that's a pretty good one. Uh, oh, and the Texas Rangers have never won the World Series. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. And then you have some that haven't been here in a long time, like Arizona or Baltimore. You know they haven't been to the playoffs in in quite some time. Like Arizona has been a couple times, but Arizona hasn't been on like a real run in like twenty years. Yeah. Baltimore straight up hasn't been to the playoffs in you know almost a decade now. And they're the one seed. Yes, they were very good this year, and they have a really good team. So yeah, Baltimore. Now they're are they really young, or is that somebody else? No, they're really young. Yeah, they're really young. They're mostly being buoyed by their young star talent. Yeah, there are some good storylines this year. Atlanta is the best team. I, I didn't include them in the heels, even though they did win a World Series recently. But that's mm-hmm. just because they are like they're a very likable team. Yeah. They have lots of like fun faces. Like th- they are kind of a juggernaut. They are a big team. They're ki- they kind of are on Houston and LA's tier. It's just they're a little easier to cheer for. I see. Yeah, I think looking at this, I think I'm probably gunning for like the Milwaukee's and the Tampa's of the world. You know, the teams that are a little snake bitten, haven't won in a long time. Like th- those, those are typically who I cheer for. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Phillies, that Philadelphia pride. True. That they speak of. Now, any thoughts on uh, James Harden? Yeah, we got basketball coming up. James Harden plays in Philadelphia. James Media Harden day was today. James Harden, one of my favorite players, uh, did not show up. Did not report Mate. to camp. Mm. What does that mean to you? Okay, you're the biggest James Harden fan that I know. Uh huh. What does that What does that mean to you? I have remained very consistent throughout the off season, where James Harden has been, uh, let's say, playing some interesting cards in his hand that are maybe trying to force <laughs> the hand of the Philadelphia 76ers front office. I've not been on board with that. I think that J- Jim, if I can call him Jim, got a taste of humble pie this offseason when no other team really wanted to give him money in free agency. And, Which is sad. And I think that he was a bit embarrassed by that and therefore has had to make moves that have compounded. I feel like we take things for granted with the NBA drama nowadays where I don't think there was enough reaction to him in China saying that his GM was a liar and he would never play for a team where he was involved in again. I mean, and it, then he repeated himself right after and, that. And that's just elevated because it's not just like that's just some random suit. That is literally no. <laughs> a guy that he has been close friends with and coworkers of for 
a decade now. He followed him around. Who took a a bit a bit made a big trade ten years ago to acquire him and did it with the intent of saying this guy who is a sixth man, you know, not a star player right now. He is going to be my star player. And he did. And he was exactly right. They were both right. They bet on each other and they've never been able to win a championship. It sucks because they've both been really good at their jobs. And now here we are. Well, well, and now he's standing on stages and calling him a liar. So. Well, one of their jobs was to win game sevens of playoff series. And not miss 17 three-pointers in a row. But whatever. I'm not one to judge. <laughs> I just meant that James Harden has been an incredible player for the last 10 years. And yeah, they followed each other. They went from Houston, and then they both ended up in Philly. And it's just, it, it bums me out. It's crazy. It bums me out. It, it, it does me too. Because I think Harden is still a really great player, and I thought he was really good last year and really underrated, and I feel like this is not the way that this all should have went. Yeah, I I feel like, at least in my opinion, I I think you agree. It it sucks because, like, on one hand, I do think he's being undervalued by the entire league, and I do think he does deserve a pretty good contract. It sucks he didn't get it. It sucks how he's handling it. But... You know, those both can be true at the same time. Yeah. I think what we definitely know is is that he had an expectation of what he thought he was worth this offseason, and no one was giving yeah. it to him. That did happen. That I, is true. I don't know what Philadelphia offered him, but, man, just based on how all this has gone, I feel like he just should have taken whatever extension was on the table from them and just been like, yeah, sure, let's... I'm honest... He should have. It's just... It's hard, because he's just... Nobody wants him. <laughs> He's on a team <laughs> with an MVP. I think the Sixers do want him. They would like it if he played for them yeah. this year. And yeah, I, guess they're, the, they're the one team. <laughs> and I do think that they would have given him some number in an extension. What is it what he wanted? Obviously not, or else he would have signed it. But I think that he should have just taken. I, I mean, I'm sure he still could, but I think yeah. he should have just t- done an extension with Philadelphia. And even if it required some amount of humbling and it not being the number he thought he was going to get. I don't know. It's just disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball starts pretty soon. Yeah. I'm really excited. I believe the Cavs first preseason game is one week from when this episode goes up. Okay. It's pretty soon. And then the season starts about three weeks from then. Yeah. That is, that's pretty exciting. I, uh, I I love the NBA. Basketball's the best sport. Yeah. I mean, it's no cricket, but then again, what is? I saw somebody on the internet make like a cricket um, metaphor. Mm-hmm. Or just like turn a phrase that was like based on a cricket. I never, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> like but a, it kind of blew me away. Like a saying or? Yeah, like, yeah, like a saying. Just thought that was odd. If the paddle be a whacking, I th- it was literally like just like that. You best be a smacking. <laughs> <laughs> Best part about cricket is that it's played over like <laughs> three weeks. That is, yeah, that is cool. <laughs> Cannot lie. We're still playing the game that we were playing yesterday. What? <laughs> How does that work? 
what if baseball lasted forever? I think it should. What if you could play baseball and hit the ball backwards? I think instead of playing, you know, three or four games in a series, it should be like 27 innings. And whoever wins the most innings should win the series. Okay. That sounds no. sounds really intense. I don't I actually don't feel like this anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to be providing great notes during the amount of postseason baseball you watch this year. It might be one, maybe two games. These guys should be wearing their hats backwards. I would like that. Why don't the fielders wear two gloves instead of one? <laughs> okay, now hold on. <laughs> that they okay. If you have a, if you can have a bat, they should be able to have the sticks that they play lacrosse with. You should I be think. able to. You should be able to wield two bats. Why don't the out? Why don't the outfielders have bats to hit the ball back in play? <laughs> No matter what happens when you're at bat, you should be able to run the bases all the way around every at bat, if you so choose. Yeah. You're out, Ryan. I'm just running. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, all in all, that's what the Bacon Breakfast Cruncher app is uh, all about, I would say. Yeah, it's really just a great item, period. I bet I have asked this before as well already. I don't care. I should stop saying that I've done that. I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, three meals. Rank them. Oh. Oh. I don't think I've asked that before. Because I think that's no, a good question. I don't, I don't like it. Well, okay. Can I ask what you mean? Am I ranking the food that makes up the meals typically? Or am I ranking the meals, like eating them in at their designated times? So, I think... That you can do a combination of both, and that could get pretty good results. Like for it's instance, tough, but yeah, like for right. instance, if with breakfast, if you're saying I'm not gonna sit down and eat a full steak and eggs breakfast or a full English at actual like 8 a.m., fair enough. Yeah. But you can kind of combine the two. Like, okay, I might be more inclined to eat a bowl of cereal or some fruit, but I also really like breakfast food, so I'm kind of combining yeah. both. Yeah, I'm going. Breakfast, dinner, lunch. Same same ranking. Yeah. That was easy. Breakfast food's awesome. Eating in the morning's okay, but, but, the, but the food itself is, is incredible. I think both are really good. That's why I was, say, was saying combine the two, because I think that the breakfast foods, like a breakfast burrito, that's one of the best things you can eat. But in yeah. addition to that, I, I like I like even the leaner, lighter breakfast. I, I find those to be very satisfying. You don't always need... A crazy ass omelet or something and lunch sucks because lunch is such a balancing act where you have to like figure out when you're gonna eat lunch and how much you're gonna eat before so you can still be hungry by the time it's dinner and if you eat too much you won't be hungry for dinner and you gotta wait and it's too like there's a big window but the later you get the worse what your lunch is it sucks i feel like so much of what are like the staple lunch foods it's such middling ass stuff right yeah it's like it's salads, just worse dinners right it's just like salads yeah. and like boring things it's you always just it, it, you're just looking to get something that is like balances like okay give, give me something that's like nutritionally decent mixed with is filling enough to get me to the next meal you're right it's such yeah. a transition meal just get me to the next one Stinks, man. Breakfast is where all the cool stuff happens, all the fun stuff that I like to be eating. 
and then and yeah. then dinner is the most substantial of the bunch. And I feel like the the widest variety. I feel like there are way more things you could eat for dinner than eat for breakfast or lunch. Yeah. And, and I, I guess a, another follow-up question is, so I was saying that I, I, I like a breakfast burrito the best if I had to pick one breakfast item. What is your go-to breakfast item? Your favorite, not your go-to, your favorite. Taste oh, like of any item? Yeah, of any sort of breakfast food. In Eggs Benedict. That's a good one. Yeah. The Hollandaise. Yeah, the Hollandaise, the poached egg. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll I'll add a crab cake Benedict. Whoa! Cut out, cut out that, cut out that Canadian bacon. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to miss the English muffin. But put it on a crab cake. That's one of the best things you can get. Oh my! That is so good. You can get that at Scramblers. <laughs> you ever make a eggs Benedict? Can you pull that off? I don't know how to do any of those things. I was just going to say, that's a lot of like tricky stuff, right? Poaching an egg, making hollandaise sauce. I feel like those are, those are no, tricky. No, I, I, I don't think I could. You could. Um, I'm just, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest, this information is hard to acquire. But in their original statement back in 2014 about adding Taco Bell breakfast to their menu, mm-hmm. uh, the last sentence, I think it's interesting. These key initiatives will continue momentum for the brand's strong and growing relevance with millennials, while working towards the aggressive goal to double revenue and add 2,000 restaurants by 2022. We're already there. I wonder if they did it. Hmm. I I was struggling to find the amount of restaurants they had, you know, 2014 versus today. Well, this is interesting. Their listed number of locations in Wikipedia is 7,000, but that's from 2018. Okay, here we go. I've got this. Okay. Number of Taco Bell restaurants. So it was 6,000 in, in 2014. Well, it worked. In 2022, it's 8,000. This is updated. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Now, you know, are you a millennial? <laughs> oh, God. Do you want? Do you want to speak for them? Because I just gotta ask you one question. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's an interesting stated goal. Yeah, it's a very 2014 stated goal. Yeah, no, I understand that. So it's definitely got to wait it for the time. But even then, even in 2014, I feel like this was true in 2000. This is true in 2014. It's true in 2023. I feel like Taco Bell's target demographic. Has always been the twenty-five and under demographic, right? Yeah, it hasn't really grown. So, and I with people. Well, yeah, and I feel like whatever aging it did do with people, like saying in twenty fourteen we want to get at more millennials, because you wouldn't say we want to get at the Zoomers because those people were under the age of eighteen at that point. Yeah, you know, a lot of them were children at that point, so not making a lot of yeah. their own food decisions. So, if you're saying we're targeting millennials in twenty fourteen, you're saying we want to target people in their like the 18 to 35 range, right? Like the classic target yeah. demo. And if you're trying to target 18 to 35, it's just like, guys, I think you've got that. Like if people are in that age bracket and eating fast food, I think that like Taco Bell is already on their radar. Yeah. If anything, I, I feel like adding breakfast opens the door up. 
to to yeah. more right of people that are just like oh i just want to grab a coffee right or like a child i i don't know i feel i feel like it would be wider ranging it's interesting that they list that as a key initiative i do wonder it's about that revenue yeah double revenue is is uh, is a lot no they but they say in this paragraph they they are talking about this and some of their other you know uh innovations mm-hmm. um but they also talked about accessibility of restaurants and a mobile platform which I know for a lot of people that talk about app is huge. It runs your life. Yeah. Every decision you make. I, not me, but people, they get their points. They get their free food. I don't know. I can't, I can't be asked. Did you use the app when we, uh, when we got Taco Bell the I, other day? I did not. I never remember. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, you would be rolling in free breakfast burritos at this point. I, I definitely would. <laughs> Maybe I should start using it. Well, Rye, that's how they get you, because then you would be tricked. Uh-oh. You'd be getting breakfast burritos every day. Yeah, are they really free? Every day you now don't... I'm, now I'm getting every day. Yeah, every day you don't get a breakfast burrito, you're not working towards your next free breakfast <laughs> burrito. All right, that that was a, a wide-ranging conversation. I feel like we did a really good job of drilling into the breakfast crunch wrap with bacon. Yeah. Uh, good work, Rye. Thanks, man. On this episode, I thought you were really good, really insightful, really funny. Oh, you think so? Mm-hmm. I think you were about average. Yeah. Nah, I'm just fine. You did great. This this is this is good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I was fishing for those compliments. Thank you. Oh. Shit, mm-hmm. I, I took the bait. <laughs> I hate getting baited. Pulled a little trick on you. Okay, that's the end of the episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been another fantastic episode of the Podfest Foodcast. We'll see you next time. See ya.